Are you a fitness or a yoga instructor who got into this business to help someone else become successful along their wellness journey? In order to create a business that will grow with you, you need to do two things. Build a strong client base and establish a business model that works. Welcome to the Successful Side Hustle. Hello. Today I am excited to, to continue the conversation on the three stages of growth in your yoga business or in your fitness business. I'm joining you today from my house. I've, I'm sitting in um, my back bedroom with my little kitten and she's very vocal, but I've already tried to record this episode a couple of times. So I'm just gonna let it roll. If you hear her in the background, she's okay. She's just young and she's very vocal. Last week, I started talking a little bit about the build phase of a new yoga business or a yoga studio. And I began the discussion on building volume and build, building consistency through a signature message, as in the style of teaching that you embody, or through a signature class message something that you offer multiple times throughout the week or throughout the month that gives your clients a sense of certainty or knowing what it is they're go that they're going to. For instance, a boot camp class or a restorative yoga class. However that signature message or that, that signature class is for you, that's where you wanna build your consistency. And in terms of building volume, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how to build volume or how to get in front of more people so that you can begin to establish a depth in your client base. And by depth, I mean returning customers who purchase your services and you begin to show a profit for the time that you've invested in that service. Okay. So I'm going to not distinguish today between the yoga instructor and the yoga studio owner, and I'll probably trend more towards the yoga studio owner just because that's the chapter of the world that I'm in. But I do want you to understand that I've spent most of my career in the yoga instructor chapter. So this is also what I did while teaching at multiple studios. All right, so let's dive right in. I want to give you four different strategies for getting in front of more people to build volume in your business. Now, those four different ways that you can get in front of more people are going to be to buy them, to borrow them from referrals, or to attract them. Okay, so let's start with the first strategy, and that is to buy them. Any time that you are trading your time or you're trading any kind of a deficit in time to profit to get in front of a client, that is what I'm going to consider buying your customer. This can come in the form of promotions, offering a buy one, get one free, offering a free class altogether. This can come in the form of purchasing ads on social media, or even getting in front of clients by attending community events that cost you time and money through marketing materials and through the hours in your day. 
Now, what's really interesting about buying the client is that most people start here. This is their default strategy. And a lot of times we get stuck here. We think, oh, the best way that I can get new people into my studio is to offer them the first class for free. Or the best way that I can get in front of a large number of people is to attend the Welcome Back Festival in Clemson and set up a booth. There are a couple considerations that you wanna keep in mind when you think about buying your clients and the first default strategy that you go toward is offering your first class for free. Number one, you wanna create value with your potential students. So while a lot of people will always accept the free offer, unless you attach that free offer to something else and generate true desire and curiosity towards something greater than that offer, most of the time that free offer is not going to lead to a paid class or membership of any kind. They'll come in, they'll take your class, and then they'll go to the next free offer down the, the street or down the road at the, at the next studio. The, so I call these people the sale shoppers. They're always gonna go toward the holiday discounts. They're always gonna ask you if they can have something else in addition to what they've already purchased. And typically they're gonna jump around looking for that new client special at every studio that they can. And a lot of times these buyers are actually motivated by getting something for free. So if this is your main strategy, that first class for free, you wanna have a strong follow-up with each client. So you wanna capture their information and you wanna make sure to follow up with some kind of a nurturing or a retention strategy. Now for me, that doesn't work because that is too much work. All right, so I would rather put my efforts somewhere else. But for other people, this is a really successful way of getting in front of more people. Now, I wanna remind us that when we're in the build phase, our target is volume and consistency. Our target is not necessarily going to be a lot of money or a huge uh, revenue goal right now. And I think many times we get ahead of ourselves in that revenue goal. We've got to build volume because I will tell you, getting in front of 25 people and having them purchase memberships that are 12 months long, six months, months long, or even three months long is going to build much more longevity than getting in front of two people for a single workshop. Now, some of the other ways that we buy our clients is through those paid ads on social media. Paid ads, when used very strategically, can be really beneficial in terms of ROI. One of the ways that I utilized paid ads was I would put one out every single week with my class schedule on it and information on how to get in touch with my studio. And I made sure that the demographics that those ads reached were local and the common interests for the demographics that I targeted had to do with yoga or fitness. The other thing that I paid a lot of attention to when um, putting out those paid ads are the back end insights. So you can see what kind of ads work better, how many people have clicked on your links, 
and whether or not those could actually converted into any kind of a sale. So those paid ads were really great for my ability to measure an ROI or a return on my investment. Now, finally, community events. I see a lot of studios spend a lot of time and energy on getting out to all those fairs and festivals that the communities have, usually either in the spring or the fall. I learned this lesson pretty early on. I attended a couple of community events my first couple years of being open. And what I found was those community events didn't put me in front of prospects that actually would utilize my service. So while it was great for networking and I met other business owners, I never got any kind of a return on my investment. And I did measure that because every time I would go out to those communities, I would give out coupons for free classes. And I think maybe out of all of the, the events that I went to, I got three back. So that would be something that you would have to determine whether or not you actually got anything out of attending those events. For my business, it wasn't a great ROI and I spent a lot of money on the setup and a lot of time, or excuse me, a lot of money on the marketing materials and a lot of time on the setup and the breakdown. Okay, strategy number two. You can borrow an audience. You can do this through subbing for another teacher you can do this by offering workshops at other studios, and you can do this by being a guest on a podcast or being a guest of some sort in front of another audience of likely prospects for your business. So you wanna make sure that if you're gonna get in front of somebody else's audience, that there's a strong professionalism and rapport already established with the audience that you're borrowing. But overall, this is a fantastic way to build a following. I used this strategy for many, many years, and I still, to this day, encourage all of my teachers to sub for other instructors as much as they can because it is a great way to get in front of somebody else's audience. Strategy number three, referrals, word of mouth and written testimonials. I love, love, love client feedback. I like client feedback when it's negative and I like client feedback when it's positive. Now how you can use this feedback to grow volume in your business is to utilize client testimonials on your landing page or on your website or on your social media. But the very best way in my years of experience that I've seen in terms of actual results of building volume is through client referrals. When one person suggests or refers you to somebody else who's never taken you, that builds a sense of certainty in that new client and they are more likely to come to you and get in front of you and you have the opportunity at that point to work your magic. Now here is the perfect place to implement strategy number one, giving away a free class. When you give away a free class because somebody else is hearing about you from one of your clients, that is a great way to build trust with the new person and build that nurturing relationship with your already established client. So I actually just had this happen. I had 
a client email me a couple of days ago and she wanted to give her neighbor a free class. So she asked if we did any first class free visits. And of course I emailed her back and I said, we don't do any advertised first class visits, but let me put a couple of classes on your friend's account so that she can come in and try us out. And from that, what I was able to do is instead of giving her one free class, I gave her two so that she could try out both the yoga class and the Pilates class. I was able to build more of a nurturing and a rapport relationship with my already established client. And because I went in and personally put classes on this unknown client's account, I've now made a high touch communication and she's likely to give us a positive response even if the class isn't her jam. So really just utilizing those free offerings very strategically is definitely the way to go when you wanna build volume and you wanna work on that strategy number three, building referrals. Referrals lead to referrals. Even if somebody doesn't purchase your package, their experience with you literally is everything. Okay, the fourth way that we can build volume in our business is through our content and through building value through our content. Now, you can put out content in any way. You can put it out on YouTube, on Instagram, over email. You can, you know, I even have some teachers who are very old school and they'll print out things to hand out in class. I think my best advice for sharing content in as a way of building volume is to pick one thing and master it before adding other things. So you always in business wanna think about mastering one thing before adding complexity because it can get really overwhelming when you start to build content. And so just choosing one platform, in my humble opinion, is the way to go. Okay, how many times have I heard I don't wanna go on social media, I'm not that kind of person, I'm private, I'm embarrassed, I'm insecure, and I get it 100%. I am too, I'm all of those things. However, when it comes to building your business, what we have to weigh is understanding where our mindset is shifting away from actual professional CEO management of our business and rolling into that competitive mindset of nobody's gonna like me, how many likes will I get, do I look thin enough, is this good enough? And I'm using the word competitive because that is exactly what it is. And I'm gonna actually do a podcast on operating out of competitiveness and operating out of creativity and what those differences are. But I digress, let me get back to the content portion of building volume in our business. Okay, choose one platform and do it really well. For instance, you might choose Instagram and you might choose to put out a, an Asana tutorial once a week, rain or shine, and leave it at that and only do that and don't do any more than that until you feel ready to move on. 
Right now, I am in this podcast chapter of putting out content. And let me tell you, it is challenging. Every time I go back and listen to a podcast, I think about five different ways I could have said something better. I think about whether or not I should have used editing software. And the couple of times I did use editing software, it really sounds weird and choppy and not natural. So I know I didn't choose the right software. I think about the audio and how with the slightest deviation of something in my setup, how the audio can really like take a nosedive. And because of that, you know, it's really easy for me to, to go in and over critique what I've done and want to delete every episode and just start from scratch. But I have literally made a commitment to myself not to do that because I don't want to despise the days of small beginnings. And that is my advice to anyone who is going to be brave enough to begin to build their business through attracting clients via content. Content is scary, but on the other side of that fear is volume, okay? There is an enormous return on your investment. This is another way that you can utilize buying your clients through your own time really, really strategically and well. When you put out content that speaks to your ideal student, meaning the person who would benefit from your service and is likely to spend money with you, they're going to continue to come back and consume your content over and over and over, especially if what you're putting out teaches them something about what your signature message is. Okay, so let's recap. The three stages of business growth are the build stage, the momentum stage, and the scale stage. In the build stage, you want to focus on developing your class promise or your signature message, and you want to discover the nuance of your clients and begin to adapt your messaging to the nuance of your prospective clients or your ideal students. In your build phase, your end goal should always be volume and consistency. You want volume of people coming across your service and you want consistency in your messaging. We wanna let go of trying to make a million dollars in that first phase and instead work on establishing yourself into your business model. The four strategies that we use to build volume and get in front of more people is to buy our clients' attention through promotions, free classes, community events, using our time and our money as the currency. But we wanna to remember to measure the ROI so that we use this strategy very strategically. The second strategy is to borrow them. That is to get in front of somebody else's audience, whether it is through workshops, subbing other classes, being a guest on a podcast, or getting in front of an audience that is in your demographic another way. The third strategy, referrals. Utilizing client testimonials on your website or your landing page or even your social media and utilizing client referrals 
as a strategic way to give out those free classes and those promotional offerings. Finally, attracting your clients through content. Putting out content that speaks to your signature message consistently and giving yourself enough grace to learn the process, to not make everything perfect, and to really just authentically connect with your community from the heart. Okay, that is what I have for you today in this podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you can take something away from it. And stay tuned for my next episode when I talk about the second stage of growth, building momentum.